0: Good morning and welcome to a Raider Wrap on a Saturday morning. Welcome to the new year. It's the eighth day already, if you can believe that, right? It's already the eighth day of uh, 2022. Things are just flying right wrong. 357 days left in the year. It's just after 10 o'clock. Good morning and welcome to the Raider Wrap with Jimmy LaRue and A.J. Reister. We got a nice program coming up for you today. We're going to talk a little bit of hockey. Well, actually, we probably talk a lot about a hockey. Um, we will have the girls' coach, Paige Haley. She'll be joining us here this morning. They are off to a, a brilliant start—eleven and two—with a couple of ties along the way. So we'll talk to them a little bit, and then uh, Mike Lucraft, the head coach for the North Central Raiders. They uh, had a Skated to a tie on Tuesday night and postponed that one on Thursday. But I, I do believe they will be uh, in a tournament again today uh, for the boys. It does look like they're anticipated anyhow to uh, play Hastings over at the Northfield Ice Arena yet this evening. So uh, we will talk to Mike Luke and Paige Haley yet today. And then uh, we've got a wrestling interview and meet the Raider. AJ will speak with Mason Pagel, one of the top uh, grapplers there for the Raiders. And, of course, we'll get you up to date with all the Raiders scoreboard with uh, A.J. Reserver. That's all coming up here in just a second. Cloudy skies today, a high of uh, 29. So that's going to feel almost like spring. But the wind's out of the south southwest, and they could gust as high as 30 miles an hour. And uh, it could cause a little problem. Uh, throughout the day, especially if you're driving. Uh, tonight, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming clear. It's going to cool right back off to minus four. Wind chills as low as 20 below with those northwest winds 15 miles an hour and gusting to 30. For tomorrow, it's just going to be cold flat out. A uh, high of five. That's it. Stick a fork in this. We're done. Windshield value is still minus 20. And then for tomorrow night, It's going to cool off to around minus 7, so not as drastic as we've had here the past couple of days here. Wind still, sub-zero temperatures to be uh, 16 to 20 below zero. Monday, it's going to be cold again, but it's going to warm up above zero, so it'll be about 2 above. Monday night, mostly clear, cooling off to minus 9. Tuesday, bang, out comes the sunshine, and looky, 25 degrees. Tuesday night is going to be steady, right around 21, so it's just going to drift right at that temperature. Wednesday, it's going to warm up again, a little sunshine, the high of 34. And then Wednesday night, a cooling off period of around 20. Thursday, sunshine, 35. Thursday night looks like a low around 22. And then for Friday, a 20% chance of maybe some snow, but temperatures climbing up again to around 31. Now, of course, that's a seven-day forecast. and. Anything outside of 24 hours, you really you really can't be sure, uh, really, now can you? Um, we're just coming up on th- four minutes after 10 o'clock. It's 20 in the area with cloudy skies. Let's check in with A.J. Reister. A.J., what's going on on the uh, Raider scoreboard this morning?
1: Welcome back to the Raider scoreboard on the Raider app on KYMN 95.1. The one. I am your host, A.J. Reister, Raider class of 2022. Let's kick it off with some...
2: Hello.
0: Good morning, Paige. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. You on the bus?
2: Yes, I am. Everyone sleeping? <laughs> we, are, we are already up in Bloomington.
0: Wow. You're almost yeah. there. Good feel. Okay. Well, I'm going to have AJ finish up his uh, Raiders scoreboard here, and uh, we'll run a couple of quick commercials. And then, uh, so I'll probably be uh, joining you here in about three minutes, three, four minutes. All right, sounds
1: good. Okay, hold on. ...scored the third goal in the third period to tie it before going into overtime. Keaton Wallach was in goal with 23 saves. They are now 5-3-1 and one overall and sit in third place in the Big 9 Conference. The girls' basketball team lost to Rochester Century 61-54 to on Tuesday and then lost to Austin 75-43 on Thursday. Ryan Eddy led the team of points on Thursday with 9, and they are now 1-10 on the season and sit in 11th place in the Big 9 Conference. The boys basketball team beat Rochester Century 81 to 72 after two overtimes and then beat Austin on Thursday 61 to 59 on a Jake Balvin buzzer beater. Storm Richardson led the team in points with 21. They improved to 4 and 3 on the season and sit in 8th place in the Big 9 conference. The wrestling team beat Mankato East and St. Peter in a triangular on Thursday and had day one of the clash tournament just last night. And the girls hockey team beat Rochester Century 4-1 to on Thursday and they improved to 11-2-2 on the season and sit in third place in the Big 9 conference. Today, the dance team travels to Two Rivers at 9 a.m. for an invite. The weightlifting team travels to Lakeville South for a meet at 9 a.m. Wrestling has day two of the clash invite in La Crosse, Wisconsin. The gymnastics team has an invite in Faribault at 11. The girls' hockey team takes on Orno in Orno at 1. The boys' swim and dive team are in Austin for an invite at 1. The boys' basketball team takes on Rosemount at Rochester Mayo at 7. And the boys' hockey team takes on Hastings at the Northfield Ice Arena at 7. That's all I have for the Raiders scoreboard. Be sure to stay tuned for more sports right here on KYMN 95.1. Hi, Dr. Michael
3: Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Do you have HSA dollars that you're looking at wondering, hey, what can I use these on? Did you know you can use HSA, HRA, and other health savings accounts to pay for your LASIK procedure? In addition, if you have a Flex account, you can set aside money in your Flex account for next year to use towards LASIK.
0: Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center,
3: Faribault, world-class
0: LASIK, small-town traffic, ritchieiclinic.com.
4: Did you know mutual insurance companies are for everyone and mutual insurance companies provide coverage at or near cost? Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick responsive claim service with small town customer service by agents who know your name. So for homeowners, auto or farm combination package quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by your name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at Wgomutual.com.
5: Professional Pride Realty is Northfield's only locally owned and operated realty company. Professional Pride Realty has experienced local agents with first-hand knowledge of the ever-changing markets. The realtors and staff at Professional Pride are longtime members of the community and provide a wealth of knowledge of the local markets. They're genuine people who build genuine relationships. Whether it's time to sell your current home or looking to buy or upgrade to a new home, let Professional Pride and their accomplished team help you through the entire process from start to finish professional pride realty providing you with good information to make good decisions
6: hi this is barb from professional dental group letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves norfield raiders sports fans professional dental group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment we are excited to see your smile so on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Cravy, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yankee, go Raiders.
0: And welcome back to a Raider Wrap. We're about nine minutes after 10. Uh, we got overcast, guys, 20, and it looks like it's going to go to about 29. And uh, we've got a couple of days of chilling and, and then warming all back up again. So it's a roller coaster season starting out 20. But you can't really say that about the uh, Northfield Raiders girls hockey team. I don't think there's much of a roller coaster. Uh, It's just on a steady climb. Paige Haley joins me this morning, head coach of the Northfield Raiders, and she is on a bus on her way to Orono this morning. Good morning, Paige. How are you? Good morning. How
2: are
0: you? Hey, we're doing all right. How's that bus ride treating you? Oh, you
2: know, we're just living the dream on here. (laughs) <laughs> so
0: what do you what do you do what do you do when you get so it's I don't know what it was, maybe an hour a little over an hour or stuff like that I mean uh, what yeah I, the
2: hour is about hour a little over an hour we're just hitting Eden prayer right now and you know we got a lot of time to kill so me and my assistant Jeff we just chit chat game plan and you know iron out all the things that we want to talk about that we never have time to talk about.
0: Are you uh, do you spend time talking to the players at all during these bus rides? Is there yeah. any
2: yeah every once in a while we kind of use this as an opportunity to check in with you know some players or uh you know do a little chalk talk or whatever I mean we've got a lot of time to kill so um, if we ever have any little things like that we'll we'll take advantage of it.
0: is there a JV game this morning?
2: Yes, there is. We have j v play at eleven we play and ours we play at one.
0: Okay, I was going to say, because you're going to be there probably in about 20 minutes. That's a lot of time to kill. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. So, it's a process. It's just me and Jeff today. Uh, My head JV coach is up in Silver Bay with her daughter's U-12 team, and uh, my father's in Hawaii.
0: Oh, really? Well, how come Dad didn't invite... (laughs) Well, of course, you're coaching. Of course, of course, you're coaching. But uh, who's going to coach the JV team today? Did we lose a page?
2: Hello. There oh. she
0: is. There she is. Um, so, uh, who's coaching the JV team today? Me and
2: me and Jeff will be coaching JV today because I've got my my two coaches are out of town right now, so we'll right. be doing both.
0: Okay, so what do you got? What so Orno? Tell tell us a little bit. Of how did you How did you get Orno on the schedule? Is that another one of those ones that you just tried to schedule in like a little different, a little bigger class? Yep.
2: Yep. When I tried to put together a non-conference schedule, I just wanted to hit some top single-A teams and some good solid double-A teams. And Orno currently is ranked second in the state for single-A. So, uh, good game for us. We played Mountain West Tonka earlier. I feel like we kind of, I kind of like to get a gauge on where we would fall if we were single-A because we have been a single-A program before. Um, so we're kind of one of those schools that we've gotten bumped up to double A, but, you know, we have history in the single A pool and kind of kind of nice to know, like, where we would fall if we were to ever go back down the single A since that isn't necessarily off the table every year. Um, but this will be a good game competition-wise for us.
0: I was going to say it depends on, I think, uh, student count or something like that or what they want to do with the divisions and whether they rank you as a double A or a single A. And there has been times in the past where – Northfield has dropped back into the single A in different sports and then back yep. up to double A. So, yep. um, so they're so, ranked number exactly. they're, they're ranked number two. So you're like going in there and you know, give you something to beat on your chest if you win, right?
2: Well, right, yeah. If we win, we know that we would we would be that high as a single A team, and you know, if we lose, we know that we've we've
0: got, got some work, work to do.
2: do but I, <laughs> i i I feel like we're right there with them. We scrimmaged them earlier at the beginning of the season in our preseason uh scrimmage tournament or whatever so and you know it's very tight scrimmage. I don't know the score i don't I didn't even pay attention to it, but this will be a tight game. It will be a competitive game, and that's kind of what we're looking for.
6: Well,
0: you're eleven, two, two, eleven, two, and two, and the ties came over the holidays or just before the holidays right there. You went and played Maple Grove. And you tied them 1-1, and then you went against East Ridge, and you tied them 3-3. Tell me a little bit about those yeah. two games and, and kind of how that, you know, I mean, obviously if you skate 1-1, that must have been a really tight game there and along with East Ridge going
2: 3-3. Right, right. I felt like our game against Maple Girl that was a really good game for us. We played them really tight. Um, we definitely went in into overtime playing for the tie. Um, they are pretty respectable, high-ranked double-A team, so I felt like, for us, that was a win to get a tie against Maple Grove. Uh, we were very happy with that. It felt like uh, we made some major gains in that game as a team. Um, Eastridge, I don't think we played as great. I actually told them that they deserved to lose, <laughs> but uh, we got away with the tie, and uh, they kind of turned it around for against Lakeville North.
0: Where's, where's so. Eastridge out of?
2: Eastridge, Eastridge, we ended up tying, but I felt like it was not a great game really? necessarily for our, for our group. So, you know, me being me, I just told them, I said, I feel like maybe you got away with that one. Right. But, you know, you're lucky, don't care anymore, game's over, now we have...
0: To move um, on, and yep. and you came back we against gotta, Lakeville North.
2: We got Yeah, we got to beat Lakeville North, because they beat us in overtime, you know, a month and a half ago, and we got to take care of that.
0: And that one... That was, uh, so Lakeville North, you were still at Spitz-Mackey Arena. You weren't even at home, so you beat them on their own ice, so to speak.
2: Yeah, yeah. They were, uh, you know, t- probably 10 miles from their own rink, and uh, that holiday tournament is great. It's, it's a good location because, you know, it's an away, an away game, but it takes us 20 minutes to get there. So good holiday tournament for for us to participate in.
0: Yeah, I mean so you yeah, uh, so you had East Ridge, you tied them, then you took down Lakeville North and then took down Farmington as well. So um yep. did you did they did you are you declared the winner of that tournament then or how does that work?
2: I'm not sure because we when we there wasn't like a uh it wasn't a traditional tournament the way they set it up. Kind of more of a showcase. Mm. Um but I think technically we don't we didn't come out as the champions because we had lost in the shootout against Eastridge. Um, and they did the, you know, as a state high school league game, it counts as a tie because we can't, we don't do shootouts to determine wins or losses during regular season games. But for this tournament, we did a shootout to, you know, whoever got the extra point for the tournament and they got the extra point for it. So I think technically we got second.
0: Okay, so and technically you did lose because you lost the shootout to Eastridge, in theory. Correct, Yeah. So they don't normally do that during the regular season. It's just an overtime normally, isn't it?
2: Right, exactly. Yep, it's just overtime, and if the two teams end in a tie,
0: then it stays as a tie. Right. I know the boys uh, skated to a 3-3 tie on Tuesday night, and uh, they just had that one eight-minute overtime that they they participated in. Uh, came back and beat Rochester century, which in their house again, four to one uh, how do you feel about the team overall? I know that you 've got some great optimism the way it is, and we the last time we talked was almost five weeks ago and and you know you were working on some things and Where do you think they are as far as their maturity level, their physical level, their game gameship level uh Where do you think your team is today yeah
2: um i I feel like the way we're playing and the group that we have right now, they've made a lot of growth uh over the season so far. I feel like we're kind of we're dealing with a team that they're playing a little bit different now just from what they've learned in the last few months and we're kinda just trying to build off of that and you know, we've kind of met as a team and we've just said we can keep playing the way we're playing and we're probably gonna be fine. But if we address a couple areas and you know, we tune it up like then we have we have a chance to really make a run at playoffs and I think that's what everyone wants so you know that's what we're going for um I think the the kids endurance wise probably the best we've ever been as a team I think in my three years of being a head coach um we have a shorter roster this year so that just kind of helps with that but they skate a lot and they probably hate me in the moment, but you know that they're, they're they're grateful for it when we hit an overtime or you know that last third period stretch. They're they're pretty uh, they're in shape, so it's good.
0: So, how do they? What is what is the team goal? What is their focus? Are they focused just on the next game, or are they like saying, "Okay, guys, we're going to state this year"? What's the mindset? Well,
2: you know, I think one of our team goals is just to make it to the section final. I feel like. It's hard to make the state tournament a goal because you can't get there unless you get it get to a section final. So we haven't put the state tournament on our goal list. We put make it to a section final, and then once we get to section finals, it's kind of like all right, how are we getting to the state tournament? So uh, that's definitely our goal is to make it to a section final, and I don't think that that's a far reach. I think that we'll be we'll be in that mix.
0: Everyone's healthy.
2: Everyone is healthy. Yep, we actually just got a player back. Um, Olivia Rasmussen was coming off of an injury from a car accident this fall, um, and she missed out on her soccer season and is back. Um, She played her first game on Thursday against Century. So that has been uplifting and exciting. She's a great kid, great athlete. Um, Everyone's really rallied around her. It's been
0: really fun. Is she... Uh, how, what's her physical condition? I mean, obviously, you've been, she's been off for a while. So, I mean, is she getting back on the groove a little bit, or she still needs a little bit of playtime and, you know? Well,
2: he, she has been feeding with us without contact for a little over a month now. Okay. Um, So her lungs and her endurance is right where it needs to be. I think at this point it's just getting her confidence and giving her some experience because she hasn't and i just we just talked to her like 20 minutes ago like you haven't you haven't played in a, an actual competition since you know before the summer even because she got hurt in august so you know she's she's coming back off of a really long tough road but uh she's handled it super well and we're really excited to kind of see her you know get even get better within the next 2 weeks
0: awesome well, you're probably getting ready to pull in almost to Orono High School there. You're getting close anyhow, so I'll let you get going on yours. Uh, good luck to you against Orono this afternoon, and uh, so far so good, a great season. Congratulations on a, on a good start. You're, uh, you're over the halfway hump. you got about nine, I think nine games left on the, on the season, so I uh, wish you the best of luck. Thanks for joining us this morning, Coach. Awesome, thank you. All right, Paige Haley, the uh, head coach for the Northfield Raiders girls hockey team, taking on Orono this afternoon at 1 o'clock. And we've got some uh, boys playing tonight as well, Hastings. they got the Hastings tonight. They'll be playing 7 o'clock over here at the Northfield Ice Arena. So if you're looking for something to do, then you can check all that out this evening at the Northfield Ice Arena. It's about 23 minutes after... 10 o'clock, and speaking about the North Philadelphia Arena, we'll be talking to head coach Mike Leucraft coming up right here on the
7: Raider Wrap on 95.1, The One. At Johnson-Ryland Homes, we take every piece of the house and we customize it just for your needs. One example of that would be our custom cabinets. Instead of picking cabinets out of a catalog that are certain sizes, we actually get to know you and how you use your kitchen, and we design a kitchen cabinet that is a system that is exactly for your needs, exactly how you use your cabinet, and there's no wasted space. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers where custom built homes meet your budget and your At dreams. At Community
5: Resource Bank, we are passionate about helping others be smart with their money. After all, money is one of the most complex are. issues.
0: Hey.
4: Hello.
0: Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. Yourself? Good, hanging in there. I got to get uh, to get my board figured out here real quick. So, um already. So, it's uh we got a couple commercials to go. We'll hear the rouser, and we'll bring it back to you.
3: Okay, sounds good.
0: Hold on. Thank you.
3: Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service, while maintaining the reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at schmidthomes.com for more information. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. The holidays are right around the corner. Time to look at your Christmas list. Do you have some hard-to-shop-for people? Your spouse, kids, or grandkids? Consider a LASIK gift card and give the gift of sight. Who knows? LASIK just might be the present you decide to give yourself.
0: Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center,
3: Faribault. World-class
0: LASIK, small-town traffic. RitchieEyeClinic.com.
4: Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners and farmers fire, wind, and auto insurance. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with agents who know your name. So for homeowners, farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com.
7: Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment today with Doctors David Brust, David Buck, Amy Finn, or Michael Thompson.
0: Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the Redirect. How are we doing? 26 minutes now after 10. Looks like we're going to get up to about 29. we got some winds and some gusty winds going on this afternoon. 10 to 15 miles an hour. Gusts up over 30 miles an hour. So the wind chill factor is still there, still above zero. But tonight it's going to get a little frosty. Minus 4 with the wind chills around 20 below for tonight. We're at cloudy skies and 20 right now in the Northfield area. And uh, we've got another uh, game coming up this evening. It's going to be the Northfield Raiders taking on Hastings here at the Northfield Ice Arena. Joining us this morning is head coach of the Northfield Raiders hockey team, Mike Lucraft. Mike, good morning, sir. How are
8: you? I am well. Good morning to you.
0: So what is, uh, what's the game plan for today uh, as you prepare for a, a 7 o'clock start tonight?
8: Yeah, it should be, should be fun. T- today is officially Hockey Day, Minnesota, so there's lots of hockey being played throughout the state, and uh, we're glad to, to be participating, you know, with a home game. Hastings is really good. Um, they're one of the, the really top A teams, so they present a lot of challenges with, uh, uh, you know, big physical team, and they're quick, and they're, you know, good on defense and good in goal. so we'll have to uh, play our best. You know, play play hard, be smart, stay out of the penalty box, and uh, and continue to compete at a high level, and we'll uh, see how we do.
0: Well, I got to tell you, Tuesday night you skated to a 3-3 tie against Rochester Mayo, and I know that I talked to you just before the game, and and you had said that you felt that Mayo was probably that team out there that you're probably going to see them advance, probably win the conference, and, you know, move on. And you skated to a 3-3 tie, and I'll be honest with you. I mean, they had, they must have had 50 people on the roster compared to, <laughs> compared to what you had. And uh, even though they rotate a lot of players in there, you guys stuck with them. And I was impressed about the physicalness of your team that night. It was very impressive to see how, how tough they were against that male team.
8: It was a fun game. I thought it was two teams that was really equally played. Um, I think the shots on goal might have been identical. Both teams scored a goal in the first, a goal in the second, a goal in the third. So it was really, really well played. Nobody had more than a one-goal lead. And, uh, you know, those are fun hockey games to be part of. Your team is competing. The kids are, are completely locked in. Coaches are locked in. And it's just a good, you know, a good battle. We've developed a, a pretty good rivalry with them over the past couple years. and And knowing coming into that game how skilled they were and how quick they were, um it was a you know we were we'd like to have gotten the win as i'm sure they would have but we were you know satisfied with the compete level uh of the of the game so that that's a big part
0: i think it was uh, it got a little chippy there i think it was in the second period there was a five-minute major that sat that one guy down <laughs> um you had you had power play opportunities but you just you you couldn't you know you just couldn't connect. What was there something going on with that? Was it their goalie? Was that good or was it execution? Where where was that? I mean, you had like five. Well, I can't say you had five minutes unrestricted because you ended up going in the box too uh, at the same time. So it kind of evened itself right. out with some four and four. But um, uh, you had some opportunities on the power play, definitely. Um, but I don't. Uh, you didn't. Uh, you know. You didn't connect on any of those. Where, where, where do you think that is?
8: Yeah, special teams are a huge part of high school hockey, both uh, power play and penalty kill, and that's been, you know, kind of our demise in the games that we've lost up at the Herb Brooks Tournament. You know, we were on the giving side of that five-minute penalty and, um, you know, ended up, you know, costing, uh, you know, us some goals, but that, sometimes, you, you know, you learn from those things. So we changed our style on the penalty kill, and, and that helped us against Mayo's power play, and then... Um, our own power play, I'm, I'm happy with the way the puck is moving, so I think the guys are getting themselves in the right spot and they're moving the puck well. We're getting the puck into the zone, which is a big part of uh, setting up for the power play. Sometimes we have to be a little more patient. I think uh, the guys will get in a hurry sometimes and, and maybe take a little bit of a bad angle shot, um, which you know most high school goalies will stop. So you have to work that puck a little bit. And, uh, and create a two-on-one, and then when you, when you can get in that situation, hopefully you're able to finish and, and score. But I like the way the puck's moving, so I think there's good things coming with the power play.
0: I was, uh, yeah, I think uh, your, your kill, your penalty kill, without a doubt, uh, there's a young Fossum kid. Uh, I think he was just playing out of his head. I, I really, I mean, I, he was just all over the ice, and he was just controlling the puck during that time. And you know, he was busting stuff up and doing. A, I thought he did a real nice job. And I mean, the whole team overall, um, I think defensively, uh, it was impressive.
8: Yeah, the and Michael's a great player. He plays so hard. He's not he's not big in in size or stature, but he plays way beyond that. I mean, he just he loves the physical play, and and he engages in that you know all the time. So those are the kind of players, you know, killing penalties is really um, about effort. You know, you, you force someone into a bad pass or a bad situation and you can, uh, you know, get pucks down the ice. And good goaltending helps and Keaton certainly has played good for us all year long. So, um, you know, hopefully we can continue that and staying out of the penalty box is the best penalty kill, though.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. And uh, yeah, you had a, a Frank. I think it was Frank. But he went in the box a couple times on, on Tuesday night.
8: Yeah, the first one, you know, again, good hard play. The second was inadvertent. You know, when your you, guy was kind of leaning in on him, and he was reaching to try to poke the puck and just clip the guy's skate. So those things happen. Um, you know, you know, you're, in every game, you're going to take a couple. So you hope it kind of evens out, and you get equal number of opportunities. Um, and can convert on yours and hopefully uh, defend on the ones that go against you.
0: i got to talk about the Spencer Klotz second goal. Bangs it off the board, skates in behind the defenseman, picks the puck back out, and fires from the circle. Just an unbelievable yep. shot on goal.
8: <laughs> yeah, Spencer, you know, he's, he's such a highly skilled player, and because he's a, he's a big body and he skates well, you know, often he... he can utilize that skill and that strength to get himself, um, you know, in high scoring positions. We've been kind of talking to him about shooting more. He's got a really heavy shot. And, um, you know, he's such a good playmaker that he looks to create for other players, which is great. But at times like that, you know, you realize that just a good, good hard shot on net, even if it doesn't go in, it typically creates offense because there's a rebound and somebody that's crashing the net has a chance to knock a puck back home. So that's what we've been really encouraging Spencer, is to continue to shoot, you know, and shoot low and try to, you know, if it doesn't go in, help create offense.
0: Yeah, I don't think uh, the goalie saw that one coming because like I said, he he, he was literally he fla- just he slapped it off the boards and popped back in and he got it and then, I mean I think the, the shot went off for that goalie even recognized what it was going on. So it was a heck of a but, shot, yeah. that's, that's for sure. Um, and we were streaming that live, so we were able to you know oh. show that on the uh stream so that was that was kind of nice so um Rod, Rochester John Marshall got postponed right yes what, Yep.
8: what uh, i think uh you know, like the world right now um this is going to be a unique uh, second half of the season we 've just the way the schedule shook out we 've still got uh seventeen games left to play wow, and you know the COVID reality is going to hit. And uh, unfortunately that's John Marshall did not have a junior varsity team this year. So just a varsity. So when it started affecting their players, they didn't have an outlet to bring players up to fill those spots. And uh, unfortunately had to cancel the game. So we're trying to reschedule that um, for, you know, earlier mid February in that last week, just so we can maximize the schedule. But, you know, it feels like that's going to be part of the last, you know, seven or eight weeks of, of high school hockey. So we're we're trying to prepare for it by, you know, expanding the lineup a little bit and getting other players ready to play. And who knows? We just don't know how all that stuff's going to shake out. So.
0: You know, Rochester, I think, uh, just as a whole, uh, just over the whole, whole pandemic, Rochester as a whole was hit hard, I think, or harder, because it seemed like... Um, just about all the cancellations, whether it was basketball, football, (coughs) hockey, etc. Whenever it was up against Rochester, there was a lot of postponements or cancellations, so uh, something's in the water down there. Yeah,
8: Yeah, I noticed that uh, that Century uh, JM canceled their game with us. That was scheduled for Thursday. They canceled their game scheduled for today. Century also canceled their game for Thursday and for today, so both of those schools uh, must be impacted by it, but you know, it Oddly, uh, Rochester Mayo, in trying to make up from a storm earlier this year, actually played four consecutive days this week. So they played us on Tuesday, and then they had a day off, I guess, and then they played Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So they'll have played four times this week. So Mayo is okay, but the rest look like they they are impacted by it.
0: Yep, it's an ever-changing world, isn't it, Mike?
8: All right, all right, you never know.
0: Okay, well, listen, uh, I'm sure you've got a lot of prep to do. or What what are, you, what are you going to do between now and game time? When do the players come together?
8: Well, spend a little time with my family, which is always fun, because as much as I love coaching, it, it, it does take some time, so I'll have a little time to spend with my family today. But, you know, pre-game, we always watch a little bit of video. Um, the JV game starts at 5 tonight. Um, we do have a little um, because it's Hockey Day Northfield. Um, we are doing you know some celebration around that, and there is a mini-mite game that's part of the high school game tonight, so they'll play in between the first and second periods. So it should be a really fun day. I'll have a chance to watch a little bit of hockey. Um, they uh, FSN broadcasts you know some some Hockey Day Minnesota type games. There's outdoor games and, and just all kinds of different fun activities that go on with hockey. So today is. Today's a great day to play hockey and to celebrate hockey and and to be uh, part of a good high school hockey program.
0: Well, enjoy it. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the afternoon. And then uh, let's go get another one against Hastings tonight. Let's keep this thing rolling.
8: Let's do it. Appreciate the
0: call. You bet. Thank you. Mike Leucraft, head coach of the Northfield Raiders boys' hockey team as they take on Hastings tonight at 7 o'clock at the Northfield Ice Arena. 24 before 11. Still to come, we've still got some fun stuff to talk about. we got A.J. Reister. He's going to sit down with Mason Peggle, uh, one of the top grapplers for the Northfield Raiders wrestling team. That's all coming up on Meet the Raiders right here on the Raider Wrap on 95.1. The one
6: many of us would love an extra flexible way to earn money. Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines have many driving positions available, including vans that won't require a CDL, small and regular-sized school buses, and motor coaches. These positions offer flexible hours, days off when kids are out of school, you can even bring your kids to work with you. Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines offer on-site training and testing along with wages up to $21 an hour. No experience necessary. Stop by Benjamin Bus on Highway 3 in Northfield and we'll be happy to answer any questions.
3: Are you in the market for a new home or considering remodeling your current home? Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service, while maintaining their reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at schmidthomes.com. Come see
9: the difference at Northfield Ford Chrysler. We are the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from Ford, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. We are also the home of an outstanding service department, where we always guarantee to have the lowest prices on tires for all makes and models. We even beat online prices on the 13 major tire brands we sell. Guaranteed. So, if you're ready for extraordinary service, we're ready to serve. 7 to 5.30, Monday through Friday, and Saturday, 8 to 3. Now, with same-day installation on most vehicles.
7: Go Raiders! From everyone at Northfield Ford Chrysler on Highway 3, Northfield. Johnson Ryland Homes, we're doing a lot of barrier-free homes lately. Some people call it age in place or universal design. The idea is, is that we build a beautiful home that meets all your needs today. But as you age and your mobility changes, that there's no steps, no stairs, no barriers in the house. The showers are recessed so that you can just roll right in. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders and Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams.
5: Pride Realty is Northfield's only locally owned and operated realty company. The buying and selling process of a home can be intimidating, so let an experienced local professional Pride Realtor help navigate you and be your best advocate through the entire process from start to finish. Their caring and honest agents and staff want you to be successful in selling your current home or finding the home that's right for you. Professional Pride Realty is dedicated to providing a more personalized service while educating buyers and sellers on today's ever-changing market. Professional Pride Realty, providing you with good information to make good decisions.
1: And
0: good morning and welcome back to The Raider Rap with Jimmy LaRue and A.J. Reister. Coming up on 20 minutes before the top of the hour, 11 o'clock. 19, holding steady right around that 19 degrees temperature throughout the Cannon Valley area. And uh, it looks like it might get up to about 29, hopefully today. The winds going to be whipping all over the place from the south, 10 to 15, with gusts high of about 30 miles an hour. Tonight looks like mostly cloudy skies, gradually becoming clear. Cooling off to minus four. Not near as uh, dangerous as uh, the other night. Uh, Wind chill values are still going to be in the minus 20s. And then for tomorrow, sunny skies, but it's going to be cool. A high of only five above. Wind chill values as low as minus 20 with a light west northwest wind uh, for tomorrow. Tomorrow night, looks like partly cloudy skies. It's cooling off to minus seven. And again, wind chill values not that not too bad to about 15 to 20 miles an hour west southwest winds are around five miles an hour so relatively calm for tomorrow night and then for monday it's just going to be sunshine but it's just going to be cold a high of a uh, two above and that's it and then tuesday though optimism sunny skies and a high of 25 wednesday looks like sunny skies and a high near 34 so i mean it is winter we're only in the first week of january and uh you know we got to get ourselves, you know, halfway through February before we get out of some of these deep chills. So uh, we'll see how this uh, all pans out. Shouldn't take too long to get us out of here. So a couple more days of some little chilliness and then warming back up a little bit here in midweek. So again, cloudy skies. We're about 19 in the valley. So about 18 minutes in front of 11 o'clock, we got to catch up to AJ Reister, AJ. I know that you were going to get caught up with Mason Pagel and
1: meet the Raiders. So let's check it out with
0: A.J. Reister.
1: Good morning, Northfield Raiders. Welcome back to Raider Rap. I'm A.J. Reister, Raider Class of 2022. And tonight I am here with Mason Pagel of the wrestling team. Mason, how are you doing today?
10: I'm great, Adam. How are you?
1: I'm doing wonderful. I believe right now you're at the Clash Tournament, am I right?
10: Yep, we're at the Clash in the Cross, Wisconsin.
1: That's that's awesome. You had day one tonight. How did that go for you guys?
10: Uh, we started off pretty strong. We lost. Our, we ended up losing our first match to a team called Staley, and then won our next two matches.
1: Awesome. So a- it was
10: a pretty good overall day.
1: Yeah. How did you do personally?
10: Uh, I went three and zero myself. Woo! Pretty good day.
1: And uh, you were telling me yesterday you had to go up against the number one guy in Illinois. Is that what happened? You beat him, or what happened there?
10: Nope, thank God they <laughs> ended up having to wrestle a different team. Oh. I locked out.
1: What do you mean? I thought you would want to wrestle in Mason. Tony <laughs> guy,
10: Adam. You're a funny guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you got day two tomorrow. At the at the time this interview were actually aired, it'll technically be today that you're going to be wrestling day two. So what is so what's Saturday going to look like for you guys?
10: Well, it's going to be a nice early morning, probably about be there and weigh in at 7 and start wrestling at 9 or wrestle at 1 and then wrestle for 11 and then wrestle at 1. Oh boy, so. so it'll be a busy day tomorrow.
1: Yeah, how many matches are you scheduled to take on tomorrow?
10: That's a great question. They're still trying to figure out the brackets here tonight and who's who's winning what matches. So we'll find out in the morning.
1: Well, there you go. Well, good luck to you. And let's um let's kind of go back. So you you guys just had a triangular against Mankato East and St. Peter. You beat them both. I mean, obviously you won, but how did that kind of go for you guys individually and kind of just overall, how did it go?
10: Oh, I think it was a great time for the team to get back together after not wrestling for a long time um, and just kind of watch some of the fellows out there wrestling. It was a pretty great overall experience, honestly, before the clash.
1: Yeah, perfect. And obviously... So you had the triangular on, on Thursday, and then you had day one at Clash Friday, and you have day two on Saturday. What's it like to have to go three days in a row of wrestling? Is it kind of taxing on your body? Or are you kind of used to it after so many years of wrestling? Or what's what's uh, What's three days of wrestling like for you?
10: Uh, it 's a lot of ibuprofen and icing to get through a day, and a lot of a lot of good fellows to be around will make it through make it pretty easy for you.
1: <laughs> that sounds about right, and you said you 're in La Crosse, Wisconsin, so you must have headed out earlier this morning where you guys you guys are staying in a hotel tonight then
10: uh yeah we left we left actually from last night from Mankato East and drove straight to Lacrosse and stayed in the hotel oh. last night, and then again here tonight
1: Wow, journeyman you're quite a white ways into the season now who are kind of the younger guys that you're kind of looking at and kind of have kind of opened your eye a little bit being like, Hey, they're doing really well this season. It could potentially be doing super well later on down the road.
10: Uh well, the first guy that comes to mind is Keith Harner. He's just an absolute grinder. Um, he's always, he's, he's always working and always putting in all the time and effort and he's, it's, it's proven, it's proven it's worth for him. So and then another guy is uh, Owen Murphy and uh, Ryan Kuiper. They're heavier, a little bit heavier guys, but they're younger, and they are just paving the way for a good future.
1: Sounds awesome. Definitely some names to look forward to in the coming years. And then, kind of, my next question for you is: What are kind of your personal goals this season? Obviously, you went three and zero tonight. Or what are kind of your personal goals for the end of the season?
10: Well, I like to help the team make it to state. Um, I think it'd be a great experience to go back to the XL again, and have it there and just be with the team again for one last year. That's that's my goal, at least.
1: And then I would assume that's probably the team's goal too. But are there any other team goals that you guys are kind of aiming for for the rest of the season?
10: Well, the team wants to make it the state. I mean, that's like the biggest goal right now. We get mm-hmm. everybody healthy to make it the state. And have- that is the biggest priority.
1: Have you guys been able to stay pretty healthy, or have you kind of had a, had a little bit oh, of a speed bump we've, that? We've that? been
10: all over the place. Everybody's <laughs> getting sick. We had it one week where we had to cancel a tournament because everybody was too sick to wrestle. Oh. We only had, like, five guys of, like, the 30 in our room. Jeez. And then just getting people healed up from taking beatings and whatnot. I don't know. It's If we get everybody healthy, we should be just fine. Yeah.
1: Sounds like you guys probably be pretty... Dangerous team to go up against.
10: Oh yeah, we can be very dangerous. The team <laughs> that we lost to in our first round, ended up losing by two points, and they're the team that went on to go in the championship for tonight. Really? So, well, there you go. Yeah, they're they're not a bad team, and we hung right in there till the very last match.
1: Wow. So, so you yeah, guys yeah, got yeah. a lot of hope moving forward then, with that kind of a match.
10: Yep, yeah, we just kind of carried that momentum then, and that energy we brought, and just carried on the next two matches, and just went to work.
1: What does the rest of the clash tournament look like? I mean you said you had day one today and then you got day two tomorrow and you were talking about a bracket. So what's kinda what does the bracket play look like and what is it what's it gonna mean for you guys at the end of this weekend?
10: Um, so there's a there's like two like separate sessions. So we were in like the morning session and there's a half of teams are in that and there's the other half of teams in the in the afternoon to evening session. <laughs> so they have we have to wrestle out the morning session to see where all the teams fall, and they're going to wrestle out the afternoon session, and then they're going to make new brackets for us tomorrow. So we're going to get we're going to get teams that have won a couple matches, but have have lost as well. So I think this is a goal for the team. We're looking for some good competition that we can use before state and just get a good workout in.
1: Yeah, most definitely. And then will you guys wrestle on Sunday as well, or is Saturday the last day?
10: Saturday's the last day. We're hoping to be done by like three o'clock. Would be awesome.
1: And then you head home and watch week 18 of the Vikings, right?
10: (laughs) Oh, heck yeah. Looking forward to that, watching some football and eating some food. Sounds like a great weekend.
1: My final question for you, Mason, is obviously COVID-19 has been a huge thing for the last couple of years. Uh, You were able to have a season last year, but what protocols are kind of different this year than last year?
10: Uh, Well, one of the protocols different this year is we don't have to wear a mask inside the wrestling room. There you go. Um, uh, while our wrestling and and or working out, which is amazing. Um, it's kinda nice to be able to breathe through those and just see each other's faces, see each other's beautiful faces on the wrestling team. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, that's pretty much the only thing that's changed and some tournaments don't require them. Um so yeah, I mean not much has changed, but there's still like the little things that make a big difference, I guess. Yeah,
1: most definitely. That's that's definitely nice to be able to take those things off especially when you're rolling around wrestling a guy, it's definitely not easy to breathe through those things.
10: Not at all.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you, Mason, uh, for taking the time to call me today, and I had a great time, and good luck tomorrow and the rest of this season.
10: Awesome. Thank you very much, Adam. hope you have a wonderful evening as well. Yes,
1: thank you. We've got more sports coming up. You're listening to KYMN 95.1 The One.
6: Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Cravey, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders. Borrowing money is a big deal. But Community Resource Bank is ready to help.
5: Whether you're buying a car, purchasing a home, or fixing up your existing home, Community Resource Bank has answers for all your loan and mortgage questions. As an integral part of the Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville communities, Community Resource Bank offers online solutions for business, residential, investment, and other lending products. Community Resource Bank. Let's bank together. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
7: Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment today with Doctors David Brust, David Buck, Amy Finn, or Michael Thompson. At Johnson Ryland Homes, we're doing a lot of barrier-free homes lately. Some people call it age in place or universal design. The idea is is that we build a beautiful home that meets all your needs today, but as you age and your mobility changes, that there's no steps, no stairs, no barriers in the house. The showers are recessed so that you can just roll right in hit our website today jrbr.builders or give us a call 507-366-1288 johnson ryland builders and remodelers where custom built homes meet your budget and your dreams come see the difference
9: at northfield ford chrysler we are the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from ford chrysler jeep and ram we are also the home of an outstanding service department where we always guarantee to have the lowest prices on tires for all makes and models we even beat online prices on the 13 major tire brands we sell guaranteed so if you're Ready for extraordinary service? We're ready to serve seven to five thirty Monday through Friday and Saturday eight to three. Now with same day installation on most vehicles. Go Raiders! From everyone at Northfield Ford Chrysler on Highway Three, Northfield.
0: Well, good morning. <clears throat> Welcome back to a Raider Wrap here on a Saturday morning, the eighth of day. Of January 2022 already. Can you believe that? It's craziness. What happened on this day in history? Did you know that in 1935, rock and roll legend Elvis Presley was born in Tupelo, Mississippi on this date. Back in 82, 1982, American Telephone and Telegraph, AT&T, settled a Justice Department antitrust lawsuit against it by agreeing to divest itself of the 22 Ma Bell. System companies. And in 1994, on this date, Tanya Harding won the Ladies' U.S. Figure Skating Championship in Detroit, a day after Nancy Kerrigan dropped out because of a clubbing attack that had injured her right knee. Turns out it was Tanya Harding's crew that did it, and the U.S. Figure Skating Association later stripped Harding of that title. And back in 1998, Ramsey Youssef, the mastermind of the 1993 World Trade Center bombing, was sentenced in New York to life in prison without the possibility of parole. So eight years before 9-11 and 2001, where they took down the World Trade Center, unfortunately. But we will not forget. Right? Right. Roger that. Okay, well, you know, that's a wrap. Yeah, that's all we got. We got no more. But, uh... We'll be back next week to talk uh, a bunch more about the Raider Rap and what's going on with scores and highlights and different things that's happening throughout Raider Nation. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks to AJ Beester, thank you to uh, Mike Bluecraft, Paige Haley, Hockey Day USA. Thank you so much. Thanks AJ, thanks Mr. Pagel and uh, hey, that's a wrap. Jimmy LaRue, bidding you adieu. have a great new year.
6: 5.1, the one station where you won't hear the same songs hour after hour.